Episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour, Ladies Night. I'm Wood Garrett. I'm Alison Hayslip. And for the next 30 ish minutes, we are going to keep sipping some booze and spitting some news. And we're doing it all with Tom. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, that was brilliant. Perfect. I, Take I, it I away. like the uh, intro. Uh, What's the beer? To- oh, this is from our friend, the Beer Baron Mayor Bill. Yes. yes. Blowing Rock Colch Brewing. Nice. Uh, it's Colch style ale, but Blowing Rock is the name of the. Great. Hold on, is blowing. this room temperature beer that you're I know. drinking? I know. I always drink just... room temperature. When I get oh, beer at home, I just leave it out. Oh. I don't care. Wow. I, I don't drink for the taste. I have so, a huge problem with that. I, I kind of do too, Tom. Beer yeah. should be ice cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know what? When you drink your beer, yeah. you can cold it up as much as you want. Oh, I okay. will. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that choice. We should be allowed to drink our beers any way we want. That's true. Uh, we have to do no a disclaimer. Judgment. We are uh-huh. sh- recording this episode immediately after we yeah. recorded the last episode. And next week's episode will be recorded immediately after this one because... But don't worry, we're drinking Podcast throughout Podcast going to Japan. Japan. And I'm going to Bermuda. Oh. Bermuda. And you guys know, uh-huh. I'm going to Scottsdale. Scottsdale. For a Can- wedding. Is that where they wow. make scotch tape? They should. Or... If they don't, they really missed out on a big marketing opportunity. That's the first thing my mind went to. Scottsdale, I was like, but it's a taping adhesive. It's basically fancy Phoenix, Arizona. Scottsdale and Phoenix are basically the same city. But for whatever reason, Scottsdale's the fancy side. God damn it, Bill. You just sent, you sent these Moravian oh, cookies, cookies and they're chocolate, chocolate with caramel in it. Bill's gift box. Oh, they, those cookies were just were so good. So they're good. So okay, so we... <laughs> <laughs> in between episodes, we got on a little conversation, and then we I made Maud stop because I felt like it was a good conversation to have yeah. on the podcast. You were talking about how you have to watch it, but you haven't been like so, jumping out of your seat to watch it well, because, because you're I not going scary movies. No, I'm not a scary movie person, but like we, you know, Isaiah Mustafa, friend of the show, I still yeah. haven't seen it, chapter two, and but I feel like I have to see the first it first, so I'm going to yeah. watch it tonight because my boyfriend's in town, and I get to like have someone to snuggle up to on the couch and scream like a man, which yeah. is what I do <laughs> when I watch scary <laughs> movies. What the hell is this clown? No, yeah, like someone are like, ah! and I'm like, ah! <laughs> like it is guttural and deep and not even remotely attractive. <laughs> but so I was saying the only quote unquote scary movies that I have been able to sit through are the paranormal activities. The first one freaked me the hell out, but I understood as I was watching it, there was like a, um, a uh, equation to it, like there was a rhythm. Like I, I, I could start picking up when the scares were going to come, mm-hmm. and so when I've watched the other scares. ones, I've been like, oh, because my body knows when the scares are going to come. Now it's more entertaining as opposed to actually scary. But right. Maud was saying yeah. I'd never seen any paranormal activity uh, until Paranormal Activity Four. Right. Uh-huh. I at uh, that year, two thousand eleven, were working on a night, uh, the evening commercial radio program yeah the hot 30 countdown with maddie and maud Ooh, so good yeah. and uh it being the month of halloween i was forced to go and see paranormal f- uh, activity four in theaters strapped to a heart monitor yes and this wow. heart monitor uh, monitor would register on i guess the app 
um, and they would be able to see how fast my heart is going. So they were going to track how long uh, in within the, in the movie that my heart started raising. Uh, the <laughs> first, credits. yeah. Well, I scare myself. I can't do it, guys. <laughs> anyway, so I was in there, and like around the halfway mark, um, someone levitates and their back breaks it the wrong way. Oh. And um, wait, this is a paranormal right activity. Way to break your back. Four, by yeah. The way. Okay. Mm. They snapped. The, just it was just <laughs> just the wrong way. Absolute, and I upped and got the truck out of there. Got the truck out. I was just like, I can't, I can't finish this movie. I'm not, I'm done. I lasted, I think, all of about 45 minutes, Amazing. and I was wow. like, cool, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I remember even just being so rattled after that for a while, and I was like, why am I, why am I doing? There this are radio? certain scenes from movies that will stick. I was saying to Tom when we were on the way here because he was talking about how he saw Joker, and I was like, I haven't seen it yet. I think we went tomorrow. And Tom was like, it does get kind of violent and gory, and I was like, well, not as gory oh, no. as I. Not heard. as much I as you like, thought. Oh, no, everyone says that it's that. extreme violence. It's just, it's, it's just a tiny bit a detac- It's sociopath. Yeah. yeah, which is but I was yeah. saying, as long as he doesn't smash a pencil through someone's eyeball, mm. like mm-hmm. Heath Ledger does in his mm. Joker, want to make me see fine. this pencil disappear? Because that scene has fucked me up so really? much. I mean, even talking about it right now, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm actively avoiding trying to think of it because anytime well, I actually think about it. Maude, why would you do that? <laughs> she, she just, I made the so. motion of smashing the dude's head into the Like, it's uh, so upsetting to me. It is so upsetting. I don't upsetting. know how I got these scars. <laughs> uh, he definitely um, does not. But anyway, that's the back-breaking scene for you. Yeah. What, uh, Maybe you don't like scary stories because you're racist against ghosts. I mean, oh. maybe you like they're don't white, like so them. you can't be racist towards. Oh, may, I'm sorry, not racist, but you're white. just, what, what's the word if you don't like a certain thing? I'm phobic. Phobic? No, not phobic. You I am phobic of ghosts. Yeah. Hate. I'm scared. They scare the you're shit out of me. Para- I'm highly you're paraphobic. You're para- paraphobic. Yeah. I'm 100 percent paraphobic. Para- I don't think yeah, that it should exist. It. I do not believe in its it equality really in this place. <laughs> <laughs> I am 100 percent paraphobic. <laughs> no. Um, I, the movie for me oh, it was actually my brother. He had nightmares for years after it. Um, the Blair Witch. The fantastic movie that I believe came out in 1987, which was. Written by George Lucas. Ooh. Oh, yes. And directed by Ron Howard. Oh. Willow. Yeah, yeah oh. wait. Oh, because which scenes, the, the when thing in the Bav end, the When Morda giant... turns the army oh. into pigs. Yeah. And they slowly, practically become pigs. So in oh, one scene, yeah, yeah. they're all shiny and oh. they've got these tusks kind of coming out of their mouths and they've got like hooves on their hands, yeah. but they're standing it's up and creepy. they're in agony. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Try and pull up a photo of that. My brother was three years older than me when oh, we no, watched and it, it. And it wasn't okay. And mum goes, I didn't I didn't think I made too many errors as a mother, but I <laughs> but that was sh- showing Jack Willow. <laughs> I fucked up. You are great. I watched it oh the other God. day because I love it yes, so okay. much. Maud, your description reminds me of uh Trollocs in the the series that we're reading. Yeah. The yes. Wheel of Time. Which by the way, girl. Okay. Do you want to come on the book club? Oh, fuck yeah, I'll come on the book club. Right, next Thursday. But <laughs> I I'm you're oh. still on book one? Okay, so I'm in book four. And let me tell you, like, the first three books, I was like, okay, I and, dig it. Yeah. But I'm not like, fuck yes. Like, I, I would be reading it, and until I would get, in all three books, until I would get to probably the last fifth of the book. That's when it phones it in. That's when, that's when I'm like, page, 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 page. But up until that last fifth, I could read a chapter and put it down for two weeks before mm-hmm. I pick it back up again, mm-hmm. you know? I do know. I'm there, reading it. <laughs> there is a chunk in probably the halfway point point of book four that made me go, fuck yes. 
where now I'm like all in in this world. They finally give a backstory to something and someone I don't want to spoil it for you. But like I was like, oh, are you kidding me? This is what's been going on the whole time. So I'm giving you uh-huh. the heads up that get to the middle of book four and you're going to hit a point where you're like, what? It took me like two months to read. No, I know. Maybe longer. Yeah, no. It took- oh, wait, when was Comic-Con? I was reading it then, remember? You're right. That was <laughs> July. That was, that was a few months yeah, ago. But no, I'm telling you, book one probably took me almost a year. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm in this. Let me commit. And I now I just put solid effort to, into it. But there's something, for people who have read the books, I'm talking about uh, the backstory Robert, of the AL. So just that's what I mean. But Robert like, Jordan's The Wheel of Time series. Yes. And the first book is called Eye of the World. And what I want to kind of yeah. p- petition is that I am on a goddamn mission mm-hmm. to have the best mm-hmm. sci-fi fantasy book club Fuck yeah. of all time. You can do that. I have yeah. faith that you can have the I don't the think there's too much one. competition. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> to be honest. I don't think there's a lot going against <laughs> no you. No one's really fighting this good fight. What yeah. books would you put in there? Like you have like new books um, know, or like classics. Mm. Like if you want the best sci-fi. I, I dabble between pure earth. There's been quite a lot of books that have come out. Um, the, my favorite fantasy book that I've read in the last 10 years has to be um, Patrick Rothfuss's um, King Killer Chronicles series. But there's oh only my God, two when's the third one the coming out? I spoke to him about that. Oh. Yeah. He said, oh. you know, like, and this has happened before, like when I've liked a guy a lot and everyone thought it would be so perfect together that oh, no. he panicked and he couldn't even kiss me. And so he kissed someone else in front of me. That other oh, girl just happened oh, to be yeah. my worst enemy. But there's a Wait, lot of, this, w- but when there's this a is pressure, not what happened with Patrick Rothfuss. No. Okay. <laughs> but it's yeah. this thing where they, when a whole lot of people put so much pressure on something to make it happen, you kind of just, it doesn't almost feel authentic anymore. You don't want right. to do it. You have to do it. Yes. And I think, I mean, I could be paraphrasing, I could be butchering it, but my understanding from the conversation that he and I had was, and he's also like been in conversations with networks and studios about the property and the IP for so long right. that it's just, he goes... And I understand this with because they're bomb. making a series with Lin Manuel. That's right, Miranda, yeah. Um, and it's this thing where it's like something that was a hobby and that was wonderful and that was all of yours has become a job. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. kind of people have taken that away from you. And he said every single time, you know, someone goes, "Where's the book?" Right. He's less inclined <laughs> to write. Yeah, I got that. Sure. Yeah. I understand that. The unfortunate thing about this entire thing is that book one and book two, the name of the wind and wise man's fear. Yeah. Are two of the best books that I've ever read. That, in my they're life. so fucking good. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> they're like they're so brilliant. They have all of the fantasy elements you need from like the old school writers like Tolkien and and um, Robert Jordan and mm-hmm. what we're talking about. But they he has a like modern touch to it. It's just brilliant yeah. writing. His world building is outstanding. The way that he writes about music, I could weep. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I did a, like the Geek Bomb, this is a se- the second iteration, I guess, of Geek Bomb Book Club. Because back right. in 2014, I would get the authors on a Google Hangout and we would mm-hmm. chat with the author for like two hours. That's so fucking about cool. About their book. Yeah. And I ended up talking to Scott Lynch, who did the, um, the Gentleman Thieves Club. Uh, what was that one? Gentleman's Bastards, sorry. Oh, I don't know this one. Ugh, fantastic book. Can't think of that name of the first one, of course. Um, yeah, a bunch of different great fantasy books. Yeah, my favorite sci-fi book is the one with the, the talking bears. Bear, Berenstein Bears. <laughs> They're talking bears. Tom, have you Science read a book? Science fiction, no. <laughs> 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 For some reason, the Berenstein, Stain. Berenstein, the Berenstein, we talked about this. I know, the fucking... Uh, 
No, I, you know, my favorite sci-fi book is actually, I love the uh, Hitchhikers series. Oh, yeah. I've done a book club on that. Great. Mm, the answer is 42. Yeah. 42. Answer to life. So long. That's Thanks for all the fish. I'm 42 now. Does that mean? Oh, you're the <gasps> meaning of life, the, Tom. I am. You're Whoa. the meaning of life. It's Tell Tom. us everything. All I know is how to drink beer and uh, talk to you wonderful women. That's mm. that's kind of the answer to everything. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, take care of the women. You do a great job of it. I want to do a short little follow-up to something we talked about on last episode, how I bitched about um, the fucking Sharpie on The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's still bothering her. <laughs> In between episodes, I took a picture of us and I sent it to friend of the oh, show, yeah. Ross Marquand. Yeah. And I said, we just recorded an episode and we talked about you. And he was like, oh God, what? And I was like, I bitched about the Sharpie. <laughs> and he just wrote back, oh Jesus, the Sharpie <laughs> is bugging you that much? And I'm like, Yes. Did you write yes in all caps? No, I oh. sent a gif of the dog shaking his head and it just says yes. <laughs> because it's done. And then he just sent us, he sent us back a picture of him in a rooster shirt. I'll look at that. A cock shirt. There you go. Yeah, Maude. Uh, there you go, Maude. Yeah, check out Ross, girl. Check out Ross. Maybe we should just make drunk smiths just like, we should just have Hi, Ross. 10 guests oh, who are uh -oh. single dudes <laughs> just for Maude. I don't hate this idea at all. Ooh. Drunk Smith's Bachelorette edition. Yes. yes. Is that a cock on his shirt or is he just happy to see me? That's why I didn't say I called it a rooster because I didn't want to say he's a cock on his shirt. But he <laughs> it told is me a rooster. It's a cock on his shirt. Oh my God. Is that a me? Am I getting me tooed? <laughs> oh, no. No, no. he's a. He's, he's, I don't, yeah. I don't no, want to be no. disrespectful at all. No. And if I, if I demand, if, yeah, if I I'm demand back cocksure people in all caps, <laughs> <laughs> is he being cocksure? Cocksure. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, who else are we going to have on Drunk Smith? People have already put We've... in some suggestions, which is really cool. Yeah, but guys, tweet us, yeah, email like. us suggestions. We'll ask. I mean, listen. What's like, in the realm of possibilities? Anyone whose phone number is in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, honestly, <laughs> that opens up a lot of possibilities. Because last night I realized I have Milo Ventimiglia's number in my phone. Yeah. Haven't conversed yeah. with him since 2014, apparently. This is, this is a question <laughs> that I'm interested in. Someone yeah. of that sort of status. Yeah. How often do you think they have to change their number? Because I'm not I even know. of status and I've had to change my number. Right. I yeah. know. I know. So now people just get a hold of your number? Um, if you take a photo of your dog and the oh, tag's half the turned around and it's blurry, people oh my will... gosh, just as we were talking about last yeah. episode. Mm -hmm. oh. And the amount of people, the amount of friends of mine who are in, this, in the business who mm -hmm. take selfies of their dog and I DM them straight away and I'm like, dog tag. And they're like, <gasps> thank you yeah. so yeah. much. And I'm like, you don't happen think to about me. it. Happen to me. I, didn't wa I took a selfie once outside my front door uh -huh. and realized you could see half of my... Number. number. Mm -hmm. Not knowing the street, not knowing anything, but just half the number. And I was like, not posting that. No. Took a different picture so you couldn't see the number in it. Yeah. Like you couldn't even, like, I mean, you could if you put the effort in to decipher what those numbers were. But right. you know what I mean? I was yeah, like, yeah, someone's yeah, on yeah. that to you me. You never know. Yeah. I, it wasn't even the numbers. It was just the, they know, knew what my front door looked like. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. dude, dude, That's cut right. And the last two years or three years, they'd piece together bits of information where fellow colleagues of mine they would actually say where they'd lived and i'd mentioned that i'd lived near them and so they kind of just sherlocked the shit out of all kevin of pereira stuff. once you know my old g4 yeah, love kevin i i had this i mean this kevin! is yeah this was an apartment i lived in four houses ago um but it was while we were at g4 and it was when it was when posting photos on twitter sort of first became a thing mm -hmm. 
and I had like a Christmas party and Kevin took a pic. I- <laughs> <laughs> Kevin makes fun. I mean, you know how you have these things that have just always been a part of your life and you don't realize they're weird until someone else sees them? So my mother, like, when I moved away, my mother sent me out a whole bunch of her old Christmas decorations. She's like, so you can decorate. And that's cute. We've always had, I've never called them this before, but Kevin dubbed it, but they're door pillows. They are these tiny little knit pillows that have different Christmas scenes on them uh, and with a little piece of ribbon and you hang them around doorknobs. So weird. I've never seen that. No, I know, but it's something that has literally existed in my life <laughs> yeah, since so birth. normal. Yeah. So I never thought <laughs> twice about it and I decorated my house and I put up all the door pillows <laughs> and then Kevin Pereira comes over and he's like, what the fuck is this? Why do you have a door pillow? And I was like, it's not weird. It's not weird. I was like, I don't know. So anyway, he took too. a picture of one of the door pillows and posted it on Twitter making fun of me but what he didn't realize is he like posted it with the geotag oh. and someone tweeted him and was like FYI you just posted Allison Hayslip's address and it was like <gasps> delete it immediately like thank god that person was the person who was like not you know he was like you wow. should know you did this yeah. not the oh my god I got Allison's address you know so <laughs> oh my god, I but uh, ever since then I've been like very aware of like not putting my location on mm-hmm. when I post shit you know yeah yeah, yeah. well don't do it what is something that you did as a family that you Ooh. thought was normal until you realized I'll stop? Um, let's let's take a quick yeah. break. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then we're going to come back with these stories. Yes. Mine's worth sticking around for. Great. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but it is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, we're back. Maude, I want to know this story. The Garrett children. The Garrett children. I love it. Sitting in the car mm-hmm. when we were driving anywhere. This is mum. Mum had a really nifty way for seatbelt um, mm. safety. Mm. So she would be sitting in the car. <laughs> yeah. Us three Garrett kids would be in the back. And whatever age we were, she would say, Popsy 12. And that would have been my eldest brother, Jack. Oh. And that was to say... Have you click clacked? Have you put your seatbelt? Have you click clacked? And so she'd she'd say Popsy twelve, and he'd be like, Yes, Popsy eleven. Oh, yes, <laughs> Darcy. Yeah, I've done it. No, he hasn't. Maud. <laughs> and then Popsy eight. Yeah. Oh. Um, or nine, and I'd be like, Done it. And then it was this thing where I was like, Oh, every mum Popsies. Popsy. Popsies. P o p s y. That's what Popsy. you're saying. Popsy. Popsy. Yep. And Popsy is just to to check that you've. Put your, put your seatbelt seat so on. You pop, yeah. So that's delightful. getting in someone else's car. Popsy eight. <laughs> what? Like what? Like, Sorry. What's that? Is that your password? Do your <laughs> Popsy eight. Popsy eight. Popsy eight. Because I'm eight years old and I'm Popsy forty two. Forty two. I'm buckled in. Let's Do you guys have take anything? off? I'm trying to think. What are the things that my family did that nobody I mean, besides else. having door pillows at Christmas? Apparently. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I thought my, I guess it was normal growing up just like you did. So I can't think of what would be odd right now. Yeah, I know. I've been with my family in 20 years. So I don't know. You haven't been with your family in 20? Well, I've been away from Massachusetts. Jesus. Uh, Um, I'm on like 15. I moved out of home at 19. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I moved interstate and then I moved overseas. My mother has just sent an email to my brother and his wife and I about how my father 
my my father now refuses to go up. So it used to be like tradition in my family because my parents now live in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Yes. But we still have family in Jersey and in Maryland. So we normally spend Christmas in Maryland and it used to be Thanksgiving in oh. Jersey. My dad now hates traveling up to the New York, New Jersey area oh, during geez. the holidays. Yeah. Fair he's enough. Like, it's a nightmare. When you get to that age, you shouldn't yeah, have to do like, that shit. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I've lived enough years on this planet. I don't have to do this if I don't want to. He made it your problem. Right. So Love Thanksgiving that. is now in Hilton Head, South Carolina. So I have to <laughs> truck out there. It used to be so easy just to go to New York. Jersey. Uh, now I have to like. There's no easy way to get to Hilton Head from Los Angeles. There's always a layover in some ridiculous place. Whatever. Gross. But my mother sent an email today, being like, "Your father refuses to go to Jersey during Christmas. He'll meet us in Maryland, which is where my 95 year old grandmother lives. So we kind of have to go to her. You know? Yeah. That's impressive. But my, but my mother is like, I'm still going to Jersey, New York, because I need my New York Broadway fix. And so she's like trying to plan out like, what shows are we gonna go see That's without cool. your father? Is this Mrs. Hayslip's <laughs> impersonation happening is that what um, hello everyone my yeah. daughter is Yallison and I'm gonna get some Broadway <laughs> a, a bit I feel like that's what my mother could be like if really? that makes sense yes the caricature version but my mother's more like Allie she gets really high and then drops really low really yes <laughs> Allie what are you doing ugh Allison. Have you picked up on all of her mannerisms? Could you finish every oh sentence God. of hers oh, now? I, I do shit throughout my life constantly where I'm like, I'm my mother. Mm-hmm. Same. I've oh, totally... No, really? And it's it's mainly jokes. Like, my mother will make these jokes about, like, pop culture and kids that she doesn't understand. Uh-huh. Like, making fun of them. And then I, I've started doing that. And I'm like, I'm my fucking mom. Yeah. I'm just old and like my no. mom now. Something you know? I'm so excited to adopt from my mom. Yeah. She tells herself to shut up after she's sneezed. Oh what? My it's my <laughs> favorite thing in the world. Because she's like... Shut up. <laughs> I I have this thing where I've never done the same sneeze twice. Yeah. If I go, <gasps> it's a lucky dip. I have no idea how it's going to come out, but it's not going to be anything I've ever done before. So it's kind of exciting. Right. Wow, you're like a snowflake of sneezes. Yes. Yeah. Mum's is just the classic scream sneeze. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Lindell. <laughs> Lindell. My mum's name is Lindell. 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 That's Sounds amazing. Sounds like a dwarf. <laughs> like a Santa's. She's elf. a very tall. Oh dwarf. my gosh! She's a five foot nine. Can dwarf. I tell you something my boyfriend said to me the other day? And I was like, I will never call our child Lindel. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is a compliment. I sneezed, and he was like, I like that you sneeze like a normal person and not like a girl. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's obviously seen horror movies with you already. Right. <laughs> but I guess apparently, like women sneeze like and too. And I'm like, <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that kind hey, of that's shit. I can't even do that. <laughs> I sneeze and legitimately will be like, I killed brain cells on that. Yeah. Oh, have <laughs> you done it when you've actually hurt your throat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like, ow. <laughs> that had to come out. <laughs> yeah. Don't they say that you actually do kill brain cells when you Yeah, sneeze? because like, your brain probably hits the front of your skull so hard. That's like, bye. I hate the ghosting sneezes where you're like, <gasps> oh, yeah. And they just dissipate. <laughs> Oh my god, Aristotle's nose is running because we are talking about this conversation. Are you like, allergic no. to sneezings? Yes. Aww. Aww. I started sneezing the other night and people were like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just allergic to the Giants losing the game because it was during the Patriots. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a- I don't yeah. get it, but ha, sports. Ha, sports. Okay, I feel like we should get into some emails. Yeah. Oh, what's our time? I can't decide if I should. I might save these two stories for no, our, our next episode. Uh, two stories. Are they? There's, yeah. there's two stories that should be together. But I'm. Uh, I'll do, do both of them. Well, no, I'll do a different story, okay. and we'll we can do a story. Story. A story you do story. you yeah. boo. Um, I got a burp. 
Get it out. But pat- I can't. Whoa. It's a ghosting burp. Shit! You have to pat the back. The middle yeah, of the back. Yeah, you need to burp you. Oh, man, I'm a small child. Why? 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 God, there are so many emails from like way back oh in the gosh. day that I've never even gotten. It's nice to be loved. To. It is. You get all these emails from fans. It is. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Wait, Halloween is coming up. Yeah. yeah. Next week from this Ish. episode. Next, like 10, 11 days. Yeah. Uh, so th- we'll do this one. This is from a while ago. This email was sent in, in August. It's from Daniel. It's entitled Halloween in Las Vegas. He says, hey, H-H-H-H-L-D crew. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Maude. How's he say it? He says, how you doing? I wonder, because when you went, the voice hey, of Joey. Maud. I was like, was he? Is that how he says his name? And then you went, how you doing? I was like, that's exactly how he's yep. saying nope. it. He says in the voice Hi. of Joey. Hi, Daniel. Uh, I was listening to the stealth stabbing episode, <laughs> which is a while ago. Yes. What's where, that one again? Uh, I think it was like, my name if I was a... D and D character or something. Oh Tom, yeah, stealthy yeah, stabber. yeah. Tom was a stealthy stabber. Sick. Stealthy st- yeah. Is he about to do a Fungeons character with me? Uh, no. What a shame. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what a letdown. <laughs> this is actually what it says. I was listening to the stealth stabbing episode where you guys, you guys, that's what I <laughs> yes. Say, and Daniel, you blew it. Uh, mentioned Halloween should be on the last Saturday of the month. Right. Yeah. We were talking right. about how people, mm-hmm. yeah, that states were More trying fun, to enact that. Safety. Well, in Nevada. October 31st is a state holiday. Whoa. So Halloween always fell on a holiday, and we kids always had it off. Nevada's got so many good things happening. I thought Halloween itself was a national holiday until I got older and found out it was actually just a Nevada day. That's interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that. It was a full day specifically for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. So that's something that happened in his childhood. Yeah. He didn't know it was good. So fitting. So fitting. Um, also, can we take time to shame parents who don't let kids dress up and go trick-or-treating? Oh, because oh. of religious re- reasons? Uh, I will. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Mod. So, go nuts. Stop your child. Don't stop your child from being a child. That's true. <laughs> there uh, it is. I also... I thought, don't project your religion on a minor. Let them make up their mind I, for themselves. Well, that's tough. That's tough. To, I mean, listen, uh, I absolutely I do not disagree with you. So you reckon until they hit 18? They have to follow religion until they're 18? Well, I understand people who believe in a certain religion feel like they have to raise their kids a certain way. I understand that. I'm not saying I would do it or encourage it. I'm just saying I understand it. Are, are you a relig- religious? I was raised Catholic. Yeah, so was I. But really? Yeah. So, guys, in Australia, it's just so different. Like we That's were interesting. The, we birthed Hillsong, which is like a huge A huge Christian yeah. church, right? But... Religion is not really It's not a thing. No, I got pulled out of religious classes in primary school where some old biddy from the church used to come down and just prattle on about religion. Yeah. And I was taught at eight years of age that anger was a sin. Really? Oh, my God. My mum's a psychologist. I came home and she got angry and I was like, you're not allowed to do that. It's (laughs) a sin. And she goes, who told you that? That's like, that's religious education. And she pulled me out the next day. Yeah. She's like, anger is not a sin. It's a feeling. It's an emotion. It's what you do with anger that can be a sin. And I was like, well, that's what she told me. Interesting. No, so I, I was raised Catholic, but I definitely like, and I give major props to my, it was my mother. My my dad's like Protestant or something. and oh, like, it wasn't a big deal. That's a sin. But <laughs> Catholic man. But I mean, that's kind of part of it. It's like my parents were two different, yeah. two different versions of this that's religion. Sin. And so neither one was like, you need to believe what I believe. It's like they, they understood yeah. that the other people had different. What were but, the differences? What were you having to I pick and choose? Honestly, I don't so new to know me. the difference between Catholic and Protestant. It, I'm learning it, it has to do It has to do something with the rights, like the traditions and the rights that you follow. It's like, it's still the same Bible, but there's a still different way to follow it. 
What? Still Ten Commandments? Well, yeah, because that's the Old Testament. But when you get into anything that follows under Christianity, it's the New Testament. Is that what? So Judaism is for Old Testament? It's the Old Testament, correct. Yeah. Exactly. I'm learning about that. Young Kapoor? Yeah. Happened recently? Yeah, it did. It did happen recently. So anyway, my mother, my mother, both my brother and I had to go to church every Sunday with my mother. But Uh, once we started hitting the age where we had, like we clearly started having our own opinions, my mother was open to hearing them. It wasn't. That's nice of her. It wasn't a, you have to do this because I am telling you. There would be times where I, I would be like, I don't want to go to church today. And she'd go, okay. And then there'd be times where I was like, I want to go to church. Because I mean, like church didn't suck when I was a kid. I went to a super, super uh, liberal Catholic church. Like That's to the point where when I wow. went to other people's Catholic churches, I was like, what the fuck what is, is happening? so dour and like, I, like they had, yeah, they had like waited. Like our church <laughs> had like, and... like a folk group that my mother was a part of that they, she sang in. Like That's it was cool. Super modern and hip. <laughs> and like, w- and I didn't realize that. Cause when you grow up in it, you're like, you're like, this mm-hmm. is what an all church is. So when I started seeing what other Catholic churches were like, I was like, Oh, this is different. So yeah. I haven't been christened or baptized, but I remember when I was seven, my best friend at school did, and she got a new middle name. Yeah. Yeah. I oh. was so jealous. <laughs> I was like, she's got this new middle name, Francis. I was yeah. like, oh, I want a new middle name. So I come home, ma'am, I want to get baptized or christened. I want a new middle name. She's like, if that's what you really want to do, we'll do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. She goes, yeah. Nice. If you learn about it, she goes, let's talk about what this is. Yeah. If you really want to do that. And then I was like, this is a serious conversation all of a sudden. I don't like, want to see I really it. Yeah. Uh, I just want to. I just want a name. That's I all. Had, <laughs> she's always been like that, though, because like in high school we had to study Islamic religion, Judaism, oh, cool. Hinduism. Wow. Like we learnt we all did. about it That's over awesome. two years. Yeah, and um, like Buddhism. And Mum goes, "Look, I love that you're learning about the world and religions. And if there's one that really suits you and you feel really reflect your moral values, I support you a hundred percent." But she goes, "Just letting you know, I was raised Christian. I think maybe she was. Raised, I don't even know." Um, <laughs> And she had to go to church and she goes, your father and I just really don't feel that we want to be religious and we haven't raised you religious, but we're not stopping you from doing it. Right. And I was like, sick. I'm never going to church. She's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's that's what I think, like, you know, my family kind of got right. It was like when my brother and I started having our own opinions about things, they were like, okay. How is Halloween anti-religious? No, it's. So in certain very strict religions, oh, they can't even read Harry Potter, man. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it's, that. It's about like witchcraft okay, and so that kind of thing. So let's go back to the whole letter there. It's not even about reli- if you're a parent and you're not letting your child read <laughs> Harry Potter, you are look in the mirror, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Said yeah. it. Yeah, no, Man, but that, it's so but interesting having an opinion on religion when you haven't been raised religious. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but Halloween is technically like a celebration <laughs> of, of the devil. Well, what it's well, All Hallows Eve, right? I feel like Aristotle, like, you keep nodding like you know more about this. So help me out with this. It's a pagan holiday. Oh, that's cause, right. Cause, yes. So so celebrating it as uh, if you're is it because paganism is too new? No, because no, 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 paganism, paganism is, is what, way old. So I'm sorry, is it before or after BC? BC or AD? Because Christianity uh, was how? well. Christianity defined BC and AD exactly. So paganism is in what the 13th century. So Wait, it's newer. Yes. No, I thought paganism is what like influenced and helped. Beca- oh, no, you're right. They all existed first, and then 
I think they took some elements of paganism and Guys, put them into. We have know, no idea we're, what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I think what? we're offending several people. <laughs> Probably. I'm I sorry for everyone out there, but we're <laughs> trying to figure this out on our own. <laughs> do what you want to do. The only thing I didn't like about paganism, again, that was like inflicting someone's beliefs onto another person. I believe that you're a witch. Right. And it's like, but I'm not. Ah, oh, but I believe it. Well, that's <laughs> not that's not necessarily, that wasn't that's, like where, yeah. that's not all that's of paganism. W- it is to me. There you go. Um, but anyway, that's why some, like, this is the point. Like, Halloween is no longer anything that's celebrating a pagan holiday, right? It's literally just like, let your kids fucking dress up yeah. as the Avengers and go well, get I candy. that's exactly what uh, Christmas is all about. Christmas is literally the birth of Christ, but everyone's like, Santa. Just give them their <laughs> presents. Yeah. Oh my gosh, can I do a shout out to some friends now that we brought that up? Yeah. This, a trailer just got released for an animated movie that's coming out on Netflix called Klaus, and it's the oh, yeah. origin story of Santa Claus. Yeah. Because there's never actually been an origin story. He's only ever been an old man. He's just always been Santa Claus. I'd like to know 27-year-old Santa. Yeah, well, I think you might get that. But my friends, um, Jim Mahoney and Zach Lewis, wrote the script to this movie. It's their first big thing that's coming out. So catch it when it comes out on Netflix. Klaus. Oh, there was one. There's the yearly special. uh, Do you reckon he was hot? What? Do you reckon, like, Santa was hot? Yeah, in his 20s. Fuck yeah. Yeah, same. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Fuck there yeah, is Santa a Santa origin story called Santa Claus is coming to town with Mickey Rooney. It's one of the I heard it's it's a one of is it? Ra- uh, Bankin, Rankin, Rankin Bass. Stop well, there's not Christmas an Christmas. animated origin story. This is animated. It's stop it motion. is? That's Fuck. I've, I've struck Te- out. Technically, it's animated because it's stop motion. God damn it. Apparently, Santa well, was whatever. a whatever. Watch my buddy's movie. <laughs> I'm going to see it. I'm going I'm to watch it. Santa was a player, though, in his 20s. You just know it. You just know it. He's oh, too yeah, good man. at saying, ho, ho, ho. Okay, Aristotle, what did you look up? I feel like you looked up something important. I want to learn more about pagan times, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that what we're looking at? Paganism. Here we go. The only Paganism. thing that I've really learned is that the Salem area, which is around Massachusetts. Yes. yes. Which again, job. I didn't even know Massachusetts times. ended in T's up until about seven years ago. What did you think it ended in? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. Mom, no, I no. know. You guys have to understand no. when you're raised in a completely different country on yeah. the other side of the world. No, this is what we're learning. It's very fascinating. Spell Massachusetts. M A S E U Massachusetts. Wait, what? No, Massa. Not even. Not even. Forget it. Anyway. I can spell Mississippi. Thank you. What? Okay, anyway, here we go. Paganism. Uh, It's a term first used in the fourth century. So you're right. After. Yeah. Yeah. By early Christians for people in the Roman Empire who practiced polytheism. So anyone who believed in more than one God. Um, This was either because they were increasingly rural and provincial relative to the Christian population or because they were not... Uh, soldiers of Christ, but written in Latin. So the ancient Greeks, they were polytheists. Yes, yeah. the ancient Greeks were, and then yeah. Christianity came around during and Roman they said times. There was just one job, one one job. One, there's one job, <laughs> one job for you to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's to worship one god. Uh, oh my god, what? guys! What? My sister-in-law is in labor. Oh what? shit! <laughs> Are you gonna be an aunt again? Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's, that's so exciting. exciting. You're you're, <gasps> you're becoming an aunt right now for the first time. No, nice. second time. Oh, nice. But it's like, a boy. It's another nephew. It's another boy. Oh my god! Hold on. I don't know what to do. But Darcy, I've just announced this on the podcast. Woo! This is so exciting. We're so happy for you. Push, Darcy. Push. <laughs> push. <laughs> Miracles made right here on the half hour happy hour. That's Miracle so of life. Cool, man. Babies made. Yeah, are we imagine, taking a photo now? Yeah, imagine having a freaking kid. Hi. Ah! 
Shout out to everyone who's had a kid. Shout out to that all the moms. That must be amazing and I don't know what the, I don't know what his and... name's going to be. He oh. refused to tell me the name. Oh. Did they do a baby? Last time I got they... it out of mum, he only told mum. And I went. So what's your first mom. nephew's name? Arthur. And I Arthur. remember it was such okay. a funny thing because mum's like, he told me. And I, Darcy's like, she's not allowed to tell anyone. Like, she's the only one who knows. Da, 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 da. Interesting. And so I go, oh my God, mum, he told me too. And she's like, oh, he told you it was Arthur? And I was like, uh, no, but uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> God, you're so crafty. You tricky, tricky little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> tricky, tricky little bitch. You didn't How try pulling that. How are we doing on time? Oh. How many Should drinks have you had? Tricky, tricky, tricky little bitch. Uh, That's the name of the episode. So Ch- help This is me. definitely tricky, the tricky, tricky, tricky little bitch episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The tricky, tricky little bitch episode. I I'm, do actually do want to preface and say if someone is strongly religious and I have, um, you know, danced around that in a, in a very ignorant way, I do apologize. I am learning about it every day and I'm fascinated by yeah. it. I just haven't grown up with it. No, it is interesting. And I feel like that's the thing we have learned over the last, how long have we been doing this with you? Ten months of this yeah, podcast yeah. crazy. Yeah. is like I, we didn't get Berenstain Bears, guys. No, God, <laughs> but like Maud, you and I have known each other for seven seven years, years yeah. and I am learning so much just these last ten months about like how differently yeah. Australians are raised than Americans. You yeah. almost look disgusted. No, like, not at all. <laughs> but it's it, so many deaths. No, no, no. It's it, <laughs> the thing that's fascinating to me is like you know it's it's what we get sent emails or read stories or whatever and like things that automatically click to me as being like, ooh, that's going to be a sensitive subject. Does not register to Maud that way because at just, all, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm also no, right. constantly learning, right? And it's a pretty exciting journey for me. But it's like. You know, I I don't I think ignorance is often it's like obviously a topic that you don't know. But I refuse to be purposefully ignorant. I don't like to stay in the dark. Yes. I go, I don't know anything about it. Tell me everything. Right. Like, right this right, is right. so cool. Right. Um and I am awfully ignorant about so much. Like oh. um, America has ten times the population that Australia does. That's crazy. Um so much more diverse. You such a fucked and amazing and all over the place history. Um yeah. And it's just fascinating yeah. to I know. kind of walk in on it and be like, oh, Our hi, America. Insane. Have I done a shout out to the podcast, um, Stuff You Should Know, yet? Have I, I talked so, about this? Yeah. Did I? Oh, just a smidge? Yeah. Because it's like one of the podcasts that I found because it's like they do episodes on Stuff You Should Know, which it's like. Sounds like I should listen. Well, Yeah, because it's like there's things that you hear about, like the Contra Iran scandal oh, that yeah. happened during the Reagan years. What? A, well, right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a term that I have heard and understood it happened, Iran, but I really had no idea what the again. fuck happened. Contra Iran. So if my family were yes. being held hostage okay. and there was a gun to their head right? and they said, Maud, say one sentence about the Contra Iran. Yes. I would be an orphan. Oh, yeah. I'd take you in. Thank you. You could sleep oh. under the couch. And that would be but, my ignorance. But Maud, to be fair... Prior to me listening to that podcast, I probably would be too. This is actually happening in pop culture. Um, yeah. The actress Jamila Jamil, do you know her? She's in um, The Good Place. She's such an yes. activist. Oh, yeah. She's so amazing. Yes. She was saying, she's British. Yeah. Yeah. She grew up like not in America and she's just understanding what the whole Bush saga was, which mm. I want to learn about yeah. because I don't really know it. And right. she's been copying so much shit. For even though when this all happened when she was 17 and she'd already dropped out of high school and she'd had a huge accident where she was learning to walk and talk and everything again. And she was in poverty and she was going through an eating disorder, like this whole thing. And she felt like she had to apologize for not knowing um, in depth about this subject. But I'm here going, I don't learn about American politics. Yeah, we don't learn about Australian politics. Uh, Exactly. But I will also say that like the stuff that... 
how do I say this right? When it was happening, I think people were like during, we're talking about Bush W here, the second Bush, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The one who's best friends with um, Ellen DeGeneres. Right, right, that whole scandal. (laughs) Like while that crap was going down, people were livid, but it wasn't as vocal. Because there's no social media. Right, and now people can be vocal. So the fact that he's coming back (laughs) up, it's like people are being vocal about stuff that should have been vocal about back then but they weren't Got it. so it yeah. didn't have the same impact as like what is happening in our current administration because i know a lot about current, what's happening now right i mean this country because and everyone is very me. vocal and, it, and it's a it's a huge shift but i'm in also culture. pursuing that information right whereas right, right. as a teenager the last thing that i was doing as an no, australian absolutely in high school, but this is my point and her like she shouldn't be held accountable for this because it wasn't as accessible back then mm. the 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 vocalness of what people were standing up for was not nearly as accessible mm-hmm. when Bush W was in office. Yeah. She's so also, it's, she's gone on this amazing yeah. um, campaign almost where she's encouraging, she goes, I love learning messages and learning lessons in the public. I love to not know about something and then, or like maybe even get something wrong and, and then I'm able to grow. Yeah. Um, and she goes, this, we, we're in this society at the moment where cancel culture exists. Yeah. Where you do one thing wrong and you are done for life. Yeah. Right. She True. goes, we've really kind of abolished the notion of redemption or being able to grow and learn from your mistakes. Right, which is unfortunate. And she's saying, all I do is like in this instance, she goes, oh my gosh, I didn't know enough. I yeah. was wrong. And like now I'm learning and it should be celebrated that I'm becoming less and less ignorant because I'm learning about this right. and I'm actively yeah. pursuing right. knowledge. Yeah. Um, and she just is so fearful of this cancer culture that's happening. And, right. I, and I also do believe in, like, admit when you're wrong, apologize authentically. I completely and agree. And learn and grow from it. But to be like, no, nah, fuck you, you're done for life. I'm going to try and destroy you. And I've had people in the droves cancel me for things that I've said and done online or in ignorance or a joke that fell flat, whatever it was. Yeah. Right. And when an apology is like, nah, screw your apology, it's like, well – you can't actually deny someone from trying to do better. Right. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That's the. Uh, you, I can. <laughs> I do. You should get I, a Twitter I, account. I, I think the thing with is. an egg profile pic. Yeah. I think the thing is, there are some things in, in our current culture that are happening that should not be excusable. Like, like things that clearly, like, people have done that are dark and hateful and come from a psychology of just wrong 100% but, but we are associated aren't but, compassionate don't want right, to learn right yeah but we we're, we're kind of associating now any wrong with just being flat out wrong yeah. so as I'm, opposed to as opposed to a wrong that can be forgiven I you think know what a I great mean? example recently is SNL that announced three new yes. cast members and yeah. then all obviously when this happens people troll through their history right. and they unsurface anything that can debunk them right and one of the comedians a white man showed time and time again that he was incredibly racist right. in his yeah. comedy and f- I mean I was awaiting to defend him because it was like the Kevin Hart situation where he said something 10 years ago right. or James Gunn yes but these videos were nine eight months ago right I know and I'm and, like and the things oh, he was saying I was like oh if my he God. hasn't learnt that yet exactly now if you haven't this learned. time and that's when I was like Get rid of him because he's being offensive for the sake of being offensive. Right, 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 right. And he's throwing away slurs like it just... It was not coming. From a place of privilege, really. No, exactly. Yeah, but with this James Gunn thing, like, 
he was trying out a humor when pu- uh, Twitter was just kind of surfacing, right. and it was a fucking swing and a miss, right? You know, and he's just like, that's just not who. Well, I am and it's anymore. also shit at the time that was accepted. I actually it's get a little bit just, nervous about it. I think yeah. I need to go back and delete anything from when I was living in Australia because, like I said, yeah, you Australians are all offensive and no one's offended, <laughs> and in America, no one's offensive and everyone's uh, offended. I want to move. God, that's a good slogan. So I'm worried about what was super kind of hilarious at the time that everyone was just like, she's not wrong, which is now incredibly wrong. Yeah, (laughs) And I probably shouldn't have said that on here because someone's going to (laughs) go troll back. (laughs) But you were on medications back then. (laughs) Wink, wink, wink. Anyway, all you listeners out there, if we've offended you or if you want to offend us, you can email us at halfhourhappyhourfans at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourhappyhr. Please subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Spotify, tune in, all that, all that kind of jazz. Help spread the word. Hey, help us learn. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, fucking love learning. The amount of Every shit day. that I have learned doing this podcast for the last four or five years <laughs> is like kind of astounding. <laughs> oh my gosh! Every day. I'm I mean, just like... I'm a scientist now because of this podcast. <laughs> so, I saved a life. You saved a. You literally <laughs> saved That's a life, right. Maud. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. And that is it for this week's episode of the Half Hour Happy Hour at Ladies Night. Ladies I'm Allison Hayslip. I'm Maud Garrett. Thanks for being in with us, Tom Kraski. Thank you. Star Brains Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.